Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Phil Parker is the owner of Lycosa Web Services, and whatever a client needs from their website, Phil can make it happen. He never turns down a one-to-one, so if you'd like to learn more about Phil, then drop him a line. Now, I have to apologise, there's a bit of an annoying echo on my voice during this recording that we just couldn't get rid of, but Phil does most of the talking, so hopefully you can put up with it. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast, Phil. Oh, hi, Liz. Thanks very much for inviting me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Phil, you run Lycosa Web Services, but tell me a bit about your background and how you came to be doing what you do. Well, as with many people, the, uh, the route to where I am now has been quite, uh, t- quite varied, really. Um, but essentially, I, I took a job working with uh, an IT company and they went bust. So um, it was a now or never moment. And that was 18 years ago. Um, and so I, I started the business, uh, taking on a couple of the clients that the, the IT business had uh, sort of uh, left in the lurch because they, they weren't bust. So that's really that was the big kick to start my, my business, and I haven't looked back. I'm sure things must have changed a lot over the last 18 years. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I think when, when I first started doing websites um, uh, 18 years ago, 20 years ago, um, People would say, oh, get you, you're getting a website, oh, that's fancy. And now uh, the feature set that people expect of a website um, are very much different, you know, a lot more. Um, you know, if you go and buy a car, you don't just expect it to have wheels and, uh, and to get you from A to B. You expect a whole lot more. Yeah, and it's the same with a website. You, you expect a lot more exactly. bells and whistles than you would have had 20 years ago. Well, people want it to work as well. You don't just say, oh, we've got a website. You say it, it's a tool to drive more business or to be more visible or get more exposure or whatever your particular goal for that website is. It needs to achieve that goal. It's no, no longer just a, a fancy thing to have. Mm. So tell me about some of the services that you offer. You build websites, but are they particular kinds of websites? Are they websites that um, have videos on? Are they websites that people can purchase goods through? Absolutely, we we work with the clients very closely, and it it's they're all bespoke. It, it really depends what the client needs. So uh, I'm very much uh, I say yes <laughs> when somebody <laughs> says, "Can we can we have this? Can we have that? Can we do this?" Um, and I say yes, and then I go away and pull my hair out working out how I'm <laughs> going to do it. Um, but I always find a solution. So the answer to your question is yes, all of those and more. So we can build. If you just want a really simple one-page starter website, just to have a web presence, great, that's absolutely fantastic. But what we would do is build it with a, a platform. We, we typically use WordPress. Um, and even though it's just one page, it doesn't mean that you can't then build from that. Of course you can. If you come back to me after six months and say, we decided to sell online, brilliant, we'll install WooCommerce or something and say, um, yeah, we can add your products and we can um, get you selling online. Uh, yeah, we can put videos on the website. We don't produce videos, but we can uh, we can add videos. If you've got videos or we can help you create, we have uh, people in our network that can help you create videos. Um, and uh, we can talk about things like uh, sales funnels. Um, if you've 
you've got a marketing company, we can work with them, you know, or if you've got a graphic designer, we can work with them. If you need any bits that other people can't do, we can build it for you. Um, and this is, this is the, the sort of sticky area where people go, what? They look at me blank. What are you talking about? Um, so probably a good example is um, we had a, a customer that had a, an, an e-commerce website selling um, fencing panels online, um, but they couldn't get the, the, the pricing for the shipping to calculate properly. Mm. So we built a, a little plugin for them for the WordPress website, and now they're securing the knowledge that when somebody goes to buy the, the, the fencing panels, the shipping's going to be cal- calculated correctly. So if somebody's got lots of different products, different prices, and they think, oh, it's going to be really tricky to sell online, you might be able to produce something bespoke for them that would allow them to do so. Absolutely, yeah. We've had customers that have provided <laughs> very interesting challenges. Um, uh, Mark from Velo Coaching, he, he's a coaching, uh, he coaches um, cyclists, um, and he also sells online some of his uh, kit, um, and some of his merchandise. He also uh, works with the uh, with a, a local uh, uh, group for for children, which is a charity. And so he needed to separate all these things into different bank accounts. And there were subscription payments, membership areas. It was really complex. But we did it for him. <laughs> yeah. So the answer is yeah. Like I say, if somebody says I need that, well, I can't. You know, I don't like businesses that say. I'm sorry, that's not what we do. Yeah. You'll have to go somewhere else for that. I'm very much, well, I mean, you can't always do everything that everybody wants, but, you know, within reason, absolutely, we try and, and build what you need rather than what we sell. Yes, yes. yes. So that the, 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 whatever the customer wants, you will try and do for them. Whatever the customer needs. <laughs> not always what they want. Not we we do have a, a... It's not quite the same thing. And there is, there is an important distinction mm. um, because we do get into some, some interesting discussions, shall we say, about what they want and what they need. Um, and it, 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 it can be two separate things or two different things, mm. what they imagine. And from my experience, I'll certainly sit down and, and have that conversation. Um, and normally you're on the same page, on the same wavelength. Um, but not always. And sometimes, you know, you sort of have to, uh, I have to grip my teeth and build what they want. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But you don't know until you do it, do you? So Yeah, yeah, that's right. So how was your business affected last year when we went into lockdown? Did it make any difference to you? It, uh, it went through the roof. It was, it booked the trend. Um, most of, well, not most, quite a lot of my customers uh, sell to shops. And we had quite a few new customers came along uh, who said, we sell to uh, shops. An example, there's a farm down the road that does haylage um, for for horses and so mm. on. Um, and he would sell the smaller um, bales of straw and haylage to um, the farm shops around the country. They were shut because of, of lockdown. He wanted to sell direct to the customers because they were asking. And, of course, he would say, well, we sell to other farms, but we'll, we'll fill an entire truckload. And, you know, we only want a pallet of, mm. you know, 20 bales of straw. So uh, we built a website for him, and that seems to have done really, really well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it, it, it's funny, isn't it? Some people that the lockdown was terrible for, mm. and other people it worked in their favour. I feel very blessed that we're, I was in an industry yeah. that it, it did book the trend. It was, uh, it was, 
you know, feel very blessed. Yeah. Now, you and I know each other from um, B&I. We're members of the, the Wolds chapter. Yeah. But was Indeed. networking something that you did before you became a B&I member? Um, yes and no. Uh, I joined a local group about five years ago, um, the Driffield Business Club, and it's uh, a very um, sort of social um, an informal kind of gathering. Uh, it's really nice. And I've I actually made money. I've made more money off other web designers than anybody else. <laughs> there were three other web designers in the room and I, I panicked and thought, oh my God, there's all this, uh, this competition. But in fact, th- my skill set and what I quickly came to learn was that just by being in the same room as other people in the same industry was that we all have different skill sets. My yeah. skill set is very much... Uh, a, a development technical side of things uh, and so there were all three of those web designers in that room have given me work because I can do things they can't um, so that was a, that was a, a real shock to me it was kind of wow w- what's going on here I didn't expect that at all and I'm constantly having those wow I didn't expect that moments mm-hmm. from all sorts of things um, and and when Carl invited me to come and join or come and visit the uh, the Walls chapter, I thought, yeah, I'll give that a go. Um, and it's it's a really really good way of not just getting more business, but learning about business and particular B and I with all the the podcasts and the the training events and things. Learning not about my business. I know my business. I know how it works. I know how to build websites, but about how to market yourself how to put yourself across um and how to make the time that you spend talking to people more effective mm. now one of the things that we we do in in, in bni and, and in other networks as well is that you have you know 60 seconds to pitch your business did you find that difficult when you mm. first started doing that yeah because i waffle on for hours <laughs> <laughs> I, I can talk um it, it, I don't think the well. I, I in the the Driffield Business Club, you get a minute to stand up and say what you know, whatever you want. But they're not rigid about it, um, so it, it wasn't too much of a stretch for me going from there. Um, but certainly, the idea of you can't tell everybody everything that you need to know all in one go, and you shouldn't because people get overwhelmed and they don't understand mm-hmm. what you do. Um, just being really specific and pick one thing that you do, and then just try and sell that. So I could say, well, this week I'm selling small websites, you know, £250, try and get a few. I mean, this week I sort of said um, an example of somebody that I'd helped um, and I want to sell to people who sell things with wheels. So (laughs) that just may, hopefully, that sticks in people's minds um, and they might think, oh, oh, they sell things with wheels. wonder if they've got a website. So it's it's that kind of um, just training people into to thinking about your business in, in a slightly different way, I think. Mm, yeah. Now, we're meeting online, um, and our chapter is going, going to stay, stay online. But do you, mm. how do you think it's different networking in a virtual space to meeting people in, in real life? That's a really good question. With BNI, I think it doesn't matter that much because it's so structured and so organised and the idea of referring 
um, is such a strong one and the, the whole method of doing stuff is so well thought out that you really, like I say, the amount, the, the time that you spend talking to somebody is really, really valuable and uh, organizing one-to-ones and so on and so forth online, you know, I can fit in three or four in a day and not leave my desk. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if I was traveling somewhere, you know, it would make a, a well, it, you wouldn't be able to do that many and you'd never get any work done. But for the Driftfield Business Club, because it's such an informal, you know, social gathering, uh, we did do it on uh, on Zoom and it was nice to catch up. But that's all you were doing. We yeah. had, you know, a minute each and, you know, there's maybe 30 of us and the meeting was done in 30 minutes and we'd all just had a, a nice little, well, I've been doing this or I haven't been doing that and whatever. And there was no follow on. There were no referrals. There was nothing to to follow on. So kind of... Apart from just seeing those faces once a fortnight, it wasn't as productive. Mm. Um, so I, you know, for that now that they're back in back in the room, as it were, um, it's really nice to go and have have a breakfast and and just mingle and chat. So and I think a blended approach is a really good one. Mm. So yeah. doing the social events with B and I, I think would be really good. Yeah. yeah. Now the the online networking the online aside. Networking aside do you think that the way you go about networking has changed over the years that you've been doing it? More than likely. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I certainly, I've got more confidence. Mm. That's one of the, the big things. Um, standing up for the first time in a room of 30 people that you don't know in a, a well, I wouldn't say it's an alien environment. It's in the golf club at Driffield, but <laughs> it's one that you you. I mean, I don't play golf, so it's in a room that you're not familiar with to people that you don't know. Very, very nerve-wracking. Um, you know, I wrote notes and wrote it all down and shaking like a leaf. Um, and now, partly because I, I'm familiar with the environment, I'm familiar with the, the people, a lot of them have become friends, you know, and it's it's really just a social thing. But it gives you that confidence to stand up in front of people. Um, and that's a really interesting one. I've got a customer who is an actor and he does um, training. Um, so he's used to standing in front of people. Um, and he said he came along to one of the Driffield Business Club me- meetings and he said it was really nervous. <laughs> uh, and I said, yeah, it, it is. It's a different thing. It's, it's a really different thing. And it's a skill in itself. Um, and just being able to, uh, to sort of chat naturally um, I think five years ago, I would have struggled to do this interview because I would have been so nervous. I would have been, oh, dear, this is <laughs> too scary. Um, so it's a really, really good thing to be able to put yourself in front of people um, and just stand there and deliver and say, this is what I do. Yeah. Come talk to me, you know. Yeah. And as small business owners, if, if we don't do that, Nobody's going to do it for us, are they? And no one's going to buy from us unless they know what we do. Well, nobody knows you're there, do they? Yeah, exactly. Unless you're a, a shop on the high street. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm tucked away in the business centre uh, on Skern Road in Driffield, which, you know, it's kind of, if you don't know it's there, you don't know it's there, do you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I'm a big believer in you don't know what you don't know. Until somebody comes up and says, hi, I feel I do websites, well, I didn't even know there was a web designer in Driffield, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. actually, yeah, that's, a, that's a thought, yeah. yeah. So that, absolutely, uh, small businesses, it's... Um, I've tried other forms of, uh, of 
you know getting my name out there but advertising is too expensive mm -hmm. and and doing a uh, like a weekly article in the newspaper takes too much time and I don't think it would produce very much so for me networking is really the best way of of getting people to know who I am or what I do yeah would you say you've had any unexpected results from networking you know people you didn't expect to meet in a networking meeting or um, clients that you've met through networking always <laughs> uh, I think you have to expect the unexpected um, you know, you, you meet all sorts of people. Um, and, you know, t to be honest, uh, there have been times, I'm not going to name any names or, or anything, but there have been times when I've thought, what's the point in talking to them? Yeah. We can't possibly have anything in common at all. Oh, I suppose I'll have this conversation. Go on then. So we'll have a Zoom conversation. And within five minutes, you're like, wow, that's <laughs> brilliant. I didn't expect that. And you, you talk about, and the conversation just goes wherever it's going to go. I mean, obviously, with such as the BNI, you try and, uh, you know, say, who, who are good referrals for you and what's your business and, and all this stuff. And, and that's great. But you, you just, uh, I, I would never turn down a conversation with anybody yeah. because it, yeah. you just don't know. Um, you don't know who they know and you don't know. And it's not always about getting work. Um, I love the philosophy of the giver's gain with BNI, um, which actually fits in very well with with my philosophy generally. Uh, I like to help people, um, which is why I, I, I typically, probably my catchphrase is, I'll make your problem my problem. <laughs> so if you've got a problem, come to me and I will do my damnedest to, to do. I had a next door neighbor popped in. She's got a problem with her Mac. I don't have a Mac. I don't know anything about them. So I've contacted a friend of mine who will come in tomorrow and have a look for her. I'm not asking for any reward of that. It's just that's the sort of person I am. So it really aligns very nicely with my my personality. Um, and I, I really like the, that sort of B&I thing. Um, but going out there and, uh, you know, talking to somebody in a field that you, you just don't expect and see what you can give to them um, because it's that's rewarding in itself yeah what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about trying networking for the first time Ooh, um, I would I would say pick a local group find a local group that just meets informally um, because I think if five years ago somebody had invited me to BNI I think it might have scared me off because mm. it's very formal very structured um, I think I would have been a fish out of water unless you are, um, you know, already very, very confident in selling yourself. Um, but if there are local groups that meet sort of informally, have a go at that. Dip your toe in the water and see uh, what you think of it, because um, it's not for everybody, you know. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I do say this to people about the BNI. Uh, group because they meet at half six every Thursday morning yep. and I get a lot of <laughs> scowls at what time <laughs> um, and that's that's sometimes the reason why people don't want to come and I think well if you know that's no reason not to, to do something you know go outside of your comfort zone try something different um, so yeah I think you're right there there are different types of networking and not every sort of networking suits everybody. Absolutely, yeah. Well, the, the Driffield Business Club um, was actually born out of um, the, the members, I think, had already been involved in 
numerous different types of business uh, networking, BNI included, um, and they they found it too onerous. You know, they just wanted to have. I think most of them are quite uh, well. No, they're not all quite old. This, the the sort of committee are older, and they just they don't have the appetite or you know for 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 doing that that much networking. They just mm. want, they've got busy enough lives, and they just want to kind of have a nice breakfast and chat to their mates. You know, <laughs> um, and they've all got work off it, and that that's absolutely fine. That's valid too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So just finally then, Phil, um, what kind of businesses are, are you looking to connect with? Uh, we're, we're looking really for, uh, it, it's not the, the kinds of businesses, it's more the types of the personality of the people, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, we've got um, Weiwei from My Bamora. She's She started up her own skincare business. She actually creates her own skincare range. Um, she's Chinese and I think she's got a lot of the recipes from her mum mm. uh, and she uses organic and natural ecologically friendly um, ingredients and she has won awards already in the last, I think she's been running about is it two two years, three years now and she's won awards and it, it's she's an absolute powerhouse. The, the stuff she's doing is amazing um, and I know her from um, Rudog, her, her husband uh, set up, They well, the pair of them set up Rudog e-bikes, electric bikes in, um, in Hornsey. Um, they also had um, a farmhouse that they rented out, so I did a little website for that, but they decided to live in that instead. Um, and so they, they're kind of serial entrepreneurs, mm. and they're really proactive, really, really proactive. Um, where we will be ringing me up and, and messaging me and saying, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. Can we change this? I've got a new product line. Can we, uh, can we do this? And they, they uh, understand the value of the things that we're doing, not just the cost of the things. Um, there's a local um, photographer, Gavin Prest in Hornsey, who is, he's won awards, he's amazing. And they always use him for their photography, for mm-hmm. the products and everything that they have. And so their website, I mean, it's not hard to make something look good when you've got great photographs. Um, and But their the websites, I mean, I, I'm really proud to have worked with, with both of them on Rudog and My Bamora. Um, but they're the kinds of people that we want to be working with um, who are who are interested in uh, being proactive? You know, just on the the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, and so how can people find you and get in touch, Phil? If you go to our website, it's lycosa.co.uk. Sorry, lycosa.co.uk, and that's L Y C O S A. The name uh, came about. It's a little ironic. Uh, Lycosa carolinensis is the wolf spider. Ooh. And it's the only spider that doesn't need a web to catch its prey. It hunts its prey like a wolf, hence <laughs> the name. So I, I really like the irony of, of um, a, a web design company that doesn't need a web. But, you know, you can, you can only take the analogy so far. But I just quite like, I like that sort of humour. So I thought it was, it was quite a good name. Um, so uh, that, that's our website. Um, so yeah, go go there, and uh, I think the if you're interested in the website, the best thing to to do is just give me a call. So the, the numbers on the on the website, um, and we can have a chat. And it's one thing that I always say to people is I'll give you honest, impartial advice. Um, 
for instance, a friend of mine's a joiner and he said, I want to take pictures before and after um, on, on a website. And I said, don't bother, just use Facebook. Um, I had another customer that wanted to do live streaming on the website. And I said, don't bother, use Facebook because mm-hmm. that's, that's a tool for the job. So, you, you know, you, you, you've nothing to lose by giving me a call um, and everything to gain possibly. Because I might, I might say to you, you know, you, you don't need a website or, you, you know, this is how you want to do it or you don't need my help to do that. So it's not always, I'm not trying to, uh, I mean, we're always trying to, to make money, but if I can give somebody a really good piece of advice and they can go away and tell somebody and say, well, you want giving the hard sell, yeah. you know, um, and that's it. So it's always worth a conversation. Absolutely. It's been great chatting to you and I was um, really glad that you told me how your name came about because I, I, I nearly asked that. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so now I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Liz. It's been, uh, it's been really, really great talking to you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.